In episode 22 of Quest for the Best, we begin with a review of Ready Player One. And then we continue with a talk about all of the soundtracks that have impacted our lives. And we learn how to make a good one. Not musically, of course, just like in theory. Here we go. Welcome, one and all. This is the Quest for the Best. Is it the Quest for the Best now? Uh, It's not just Quest mm, for the Best. This is a podcast, which you knew that already because you're listening to it. Uh, my name is Jonathan Pauly. I'm Jesse Parada. And we talk about movies and whatnot and stuff and things that we want. It's off to a great start, right? <laughs> <laughs> so last time we got a, a suggestion from Abby. This whole episode is dedicated to Abby. She wanted... I'm I'm really assuming you're she, just because the name, but I've never met a guy, Oh, Abby. I thought you knew her in person. No way. Oh, she's not the... Okay, Wow, this whole time I thought she was your friend from... Uh, who was your friend from the movie theater that like is a fan of ours and sometimes comments? I thought it was her. No. Oh. <laughs> Unless, Abby, you do know me and you just fooled us all. Well, that's funny. I could have sworn the whole time Abby was your friend from the movie theater or something like that. Nope, I ain't got well, no cool. friends. Well, cool. She's a friend of ours from the internet. That's very... That's cool. Anyways. She, we appreciate you. I <laughs> do. I appreciate you even more since you never met me. Unless you did meet me. And I don't appreciate anyway, so you what any did less. She, ask? <laughs> she wanted us to talk about movie scores. Well, you said soundtracks, right? What did she say? What word did she use, I actually? I think she used the word soundtracks, Jesse. Okay, maybe. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, if you guys know me or don't know me, <laughs> that doesn't make She sense. doesn't know you. <laughs> so we established I'm, this. Even I, if she doesn't know me, music, she doesn't know you. Music. Music is my biggest passion. I mean, I could talk about music forever. Uh, so, um, yeah, this episode, you know, I might have too much to say. I don't know. I got to try to control myself. You'll, you, Jonathan, if you want to, you're, you're going to have to be aggressive in this episode if you want to get a word in okay. edgewise, because right. you're just going to have to talk over me or else I'll probably oh, just no. keep going. Well, <laughs> nothing new but, there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when it's, I mean, I, I want to try in this episode not to talk so much about, um, well, for one thing, when you're talking about soundtracks, movie soundtracks, there's two kind of different types. Yes. You got you got your film scores, which is you know, which are the instrumental tracks that just you know the the mood music and all that stuff. And then you have songs like that are more like a mainstream song. You know, it has lyrics to it and, and it has cons- a verse and a chorus. And right. It's, it's considered a, song. a soundtrack. You know, because it was made maybe for the movie or yeah. or it plays a or prominent you got like Guardians of the Galaxy, the which right the whole soundtrack. Yeah. is our real songs. Real songs. So I, I'm trying to... I, I don't want to talk too much about those type of movies where the soundtracks are, you know, either they were either they were already songs that were written or even if they were written for the movie, like a musical, like, like La La Land or Goofy Movie, you know, songs that I can say I like the music of. I, I for, you know, I, I'm going to... we talk hold, about that another day? Yeah, because I, I just think... Say, well, you just took what I was going <laughs> to say, so goodbye. I'm I just d- checking out now. <laughs> oh, 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 no, 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 no. Trust me, I, I was gonna. Okay. I wasn't gonna completely avoid them. I was just saying, for the most part, I. Uh, yeah, I want to try to talk more about the the instrumental tracks, okay. the scores. Yeah, the score. Because I think they. Well, we'll get into it. Um, they deserve a whole episode to themselves. And if this one starts to go long, I might I might just say, you know what, we're gonna finish this another <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, maybe. Because it could totally go on forever. And, I, and I'm also gonna try not to talk too much as a musician, as far as like talking about the musical aspects. I think I can get really lost into that. And I, I wanna, could get totally lost. I want to try to get lost. I want to try to contain it more to how the song is used in the film, not so much. 
just the music itself, oh, how, but specifically how it's working with them. Right. Am I throwing you off? Because nope. how film isn't that student not how you, you were planning this week? Nope, that's we exactly both. what I thought. <laughs> so I don't know how, what you planned, but I have I you know I just wrote some stuff down. You um, want me to tell first, you what I planned? Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, we'll find out. Oh, okay. I was wondering first if you just really quickly wanted to talk about like some of the more recent movies we've seen. Well, there's I've, really only two, and one of them we both saw together. Yes, <laughs> I was there. I remember. We can talk about Ready Player One. Yeah, guys, Ready Player One. Are you uh, ready to talk about it? I am. Kay. Player One. <laughs> what? I don't know. Yeah, Ready Player One. We watched that the other week, um, and uh, this isn't a review show, guys. So we're not going to really review. Yeah, it it's not much, about really reviewing. We I mean, always do the... say what we think. Oh no! Did you oh, hear that? I bumped your mic. <laughs> get, get your nasty feet. Don't do that. I'm trying to stretch. I'm sorry. Guys, he's putting his feet up on like the table. That's ah, weirdo. I, there's no room to stretch. Sorry. I anyway, stretch Ready Player solid. One. Um, it was. It is. It's a fun movie. Um, it's just good old fun. Uh, it. You know, it's not like a super profound and in depth story. It's just a. Uh, it's just really fun. Um, but there's a lot of profound in depth talking points. I suppose. Want, there, yeah, I suppose there about. aren't. Um. I Without think, spoiling anything. Hmm? Yeah, I don't. I, I, yeah, I wasn't gonna really say anything that spoils anything. Okay. What What did you think was profound? Profound. I didn't say it was profound. You said something. There's recent talking points. Oh sure. Well, I just meant that like, like uh, there's discussions you can have about it. Like you know, too much technology, or like oh, a lot right. of technology is good, and like games and mm-hmm. and other like worlds and stuff. Like you could get lost in movies, or you can get lost in a video game, and that becomes more real than the real reality to you yeah. and, and like making friends online and all this but like stuff. the world that they lived in wasn't very in great shape anymore so it's like is it okay then if everyone just goes into this virtual uh, world uh and ignore <laughs> the real world i'd not say no completely ignore it but you know it, well, they, it would be you know it, we're not in that position yet but it's like you know yeah. i don't know what and you know it's you know at the end of the movie, it's like... You said you weren't going to spoil I'm not anything. I'm spoiling it, okay, gosh. Okay. I'm just saying at the end, uh, y- um, you know, you could... It kind of just leaves it up to, like, it, it, are things good or are they still not good? It's like, right. you know... Well, I mean... Are they a little better? Or are they still it, in Was anything really, like, res- fixed in the end or not? Right. You know? Well, something was, yeah. Yeah, there was things... Yeah. Things were resolved. So, it, it was good. Uh... I would say the one down downside maybe was the villain. Um, he was okay. He was kind of just hey. See, it's see what the bad I thought guy. was weird with the villain was they play him off like he's he's almost like a kind of funny character. Like he's kind he's of. not super uh, yeah. threatening. You know, he's not. Right. He's 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 just a businessman. He's the head of a company, and he's right. just trying to use this uh-huh. use the the oasis that they call it. Um, you know, he's just trying to use it for profit gain and stuff. Right, wouldn't um, you? And and you know, so he's so he's not like this evil guy, but he does like a sinister thing at one point. Um but I I just felt like it was almost like out of character. Like to he does he does this sinister thing, but then he still kind of is still that same like I don't you know, know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, you don't really know the what I'm sinister about? thing? Well, you know, the big thing he does 
bad uh, thing he does. He does a bad thing. He's a bad guy. He did a lot of bad things. Okay, well, there was one in particular I was thinking of. Okay. Oh, no, I can't even think of it, so. Okay. Well, the whole, I mean, his so, whole so company I just, I was, is kind I, of a, it's, his whole company is kind of like, I mean, it's like, it's legal way to have slaves, basically. You're, well, yeah, there's that. People <laughs> are in debt to your company, and so they can work it off, and yeah, I mean. I just feel like the character they built, the, the character Maybe he didn't really play his character like no. it was. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I just thought it was weird because I feel like some. I feel like he he wasn't really. He was almost kind of a joke in some ways. But sometimes, yeah. They, oh, he doesn't know. What and he's so talking when he does like culture. these bad things, I can't really. It doesn't really seem to fit in. Okay. Any so I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That I just thought that was kind of right. Weird. Um, but. There's a lot of parts of this movie that I really loved. Um, There's a couple parts that's like, eh, whatever. But, uh, whatever. It was fine. I would watch it again. It didn't change my yeah, life or I'd anything. Yeah, I'd watch it again, mm-hmm. uh, the, the whole movie was basically cameos. So, if you like movies, <laughs> then it'll be fun. Because it'll be like, ha, I know that. Ah, I know that. I get that. Yeah. It's the whole movie. Yeah. So, it's like spot the thing that you like Mm because there's going to be something in every scene one thing i liked and now we're going to start getting into the musical aspects uh i liked that like in the first major like action sequence um the music cuts out and you just hear sound effects for pretty much the whole thing did you not notice that yeah actually didn't notice yeah um you're talking about the race yeah okay that's in the trailer okay no that's fine i say that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So they they start this epic race, which kind of remind me of Spy. A lot of this kind of remind me of Spy Kids, the video 3D. game one. <laughs> yeah, I, I. But you know, I just I can't help it. I didn't remember, especially Spy the, Kids race. Once, the race. Once, like, I was like, oh, I don't really like, remember the race in Spy Kids. Of, oh, really? It was it was like one of the big action sequences. Anyway, well, I so yeah, so the race starts right, and they all take yeah. off, and there's no music. You just hear the cars, That's and cool. you hear just crashing and bashing. Okay. And I really hope they win something for like sound editing. I mean, because. You know, it was especially at that moment. I was like, "Well, it's definitely not an Oscar kind of movie." And no, everyone's gonna forget for about it by the time kind of... next year comes around. It's a whole year away, and so everyone's yeah, gonna forget about it. Maybe, but I think it could have got it should get something in sound. But anyway, Sounds so good. so I thought that was cool. The music, you know, you just hear action stuff. Um, you hear action stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> Um, it kind of reminded me of Lord of the Rings, how they did oh, that sure. a lot with with their mm-hmm. battle sequences. Um, yeah, I'm gonna revisit that. You better believe it. <laughs> oh, Ready Player One. No, no, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna get into this. that uh, later. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so so cool. Um, so the composer of the movie was Alan Silvestri. I think I'm pronouncing I think you're that right. It right, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the one that did the music for Back to the Future and other movies uh but if you're watching ready player one you're like oh hey it's back to the future yeah you're like just the gonna, music and multiple I, times i didn't know it was him until afterwards uh i could have guessed though i mean like i yeah it just had that back. i i thought it was just like an uh is it homage, homage or homage homage homage, homage. homage. that's way wrong <laughs> uh yeah i thought it was more like an homage to back to the future style but, music but no it's the same guy and that's why it has that Back to the Future feel, feel. Mm-hmm. but he doesn't. It's not just the feel. He uses cues from the movie at least oh, three yeah. times. Yeah, and it makes sense whenever they're using the DeLorean in the movie. Um, but then he brought it back again at the end of the movie where there's no DeLorean. I was like, "What? This is Back <laughs> to the Future again? Like, there's no, there's no connection to that movie anymore. Like that part was over." Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
uh-huh. but it was good. I didn't. I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just like oh, Back to the Future again because the music is kind of like a character in that one too. Um, it's just such a prominent part yeah. of Back to the Future that when it plays a little ding 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 in a different movie, it's like oh, Back to the Future again. <laughs> so not just during specific parts, but um, like with the DeLorean in the in Ready Player One or whatever. But even later on in the movie, there's moments that sound exactly the same. Yeah. So uh, this is a good place to transition into. I'm just going to continue with that. Right, and I'm just here for the ride. Go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I do want to talk about Back to the Future. Um, We've talked about that in our time travel episode. Well, right. I mean, I'm sure some of the stuff, I'm sure we're going to talk about a lot of the same movies we, we might have talked about on, on earlier podcasts, but um, I'm going to stick to, like, just the music soundtrack, the score. Um, man, guys, Back to the Future. Um, you know, gosh, the the theme is so good. It, it's, it's easily mistakable for John Williams. It just has that Epicness, big the feel bigness, to it. Yeah. Um, and I personally think it's, well, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. <laughs> here we go. My big statements again. Uh, yeah, it's, well, whatever. I'll just hold off on big oh, statements no, for now. I'm not going to say it's better than well, Chucky. No. What? Tommy Pickles. Sorry. No, not that. <laughs> I was thinking if, if, if it's my favorite song like um if it beats every john williams theme that he made it's not john williams i know but yeah but but you know okay it's similar so i wanted to lump it in that category well you could put each composer against himself i think well yeah and i you could pick a favorite composer so there you go right well i don't know who that is yet maybe i'll learn that oh maybe you will (laughs) but yeah um man but the back to future theme is it's just so it has such an adventurous feel. I don't know. I feel like I want that song to like play at my funeral <laughs> or something. The exciting it's, one? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just it's like the song of my childhood. I just feel like, like you know, just as a kid running around playing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to segue real quick, a little tangent. Okay. I was thinking about funerals. Um, I was thinking, like, for my funeral, I want, like... I was thinking, you know, shouldn't funerals be like, you know, they're always they always have these sad kind of overtones. I mean, yeah, yeah, people talk about the nice stuff and, you know, they'll play a video, but they usually play some kind of more emotional sounding song or like some worship song, which by nature are already kind of have that emotional feel to it. So it just kind of makes you cry no matter what. Even if it's good emotional. Yeah, good emotional. But I'm thinking like, shouldn't our funerals be like almost like the end credits of our lives <laughs> shouldn't like it play like you know like the life of jesse dun, 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 dun. and like it's like the end of the movie of your life so it's funny how i don't know i feel like we need to liven up funerals a little more like, but anyway that's us that's our job <laughs> no i'm in a society oh us is a society <laughs> so anyway i'm i'm gonna i'm thinking about that maybe i need to edit my own like your funeral, funeral video, video. Every few years in life, I need to just update, add, it. update it. Yeah, put it on the drive. <laughs> I'll find it. So anyway, um, did you know Alan Silvestri also did the music for Avengers? I did yes, not know that. The, like, the first one. Yeah, yeah, he did the Avengers theme. So, and that's, good for him. Yeah. Uh, I, the, now there was a. I think it was uh, every frame of painting. Yeah. He, he made a whole video about how Marvel movie stinks or Marvel movie music, music. stinks. And uh, and it's like okay, I get your point, 
Like there's not a lot of there's not a ton of recognizable themes, but they're doing a lot better at it now for sure I mean, than yeah, back when he I, made it. Doesn't it. know the Avengers theme now. And the Avengers theme it stands out um, among others that are kind of forgettable. Yeah, I kind of thought that that video. Um, the every frame of painting video about Marvel music. That'll uh, be in the description yeah, the links. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I kind of disagreed with him a little bit. I don't think the entire soundtrack has to be recognizable. It just needs to fit the mood, the mood of the scene. Right. I mean, yeah, everyone loves a good theme for, for right. characters and stuff. Right. But uh, other than that, you know, like, it just needs to amplify the scene. I. Right. So, I don't, I don't, I don't think any of them are particularly bad. Yeah. I do think that's kind of a little problem um, that I agree with what he said was that the, for these like really big name characters, I'm looking at a poster behind you right now, like Captain America or Iron Man, like, yeah, they, they have their own movies, but they don't keep their same musical theme. And they have a really big missed opportunity um, that so many other movies take, but it's to have a really good recognizable theme uh, music for each character, right? They could have done that. And then to blend them together when it's when it's something like Civil War or the Avengers or whatever, blend it together like the themes. Whenever, so like, this is kind of one of the things I plan about talking about is how like uh, I think John Williams does a really good job doing this, and and I mean Star Wars is the most obvious, easy example. Every important character has theme; it's their own musical theme. And most of them are easily recognizable. Like, you know, that's Darth Vader's music. Yeah. You know, that's Luke's theme music. Um, and then whenever they're fighting or whatever, they're like, the music kind of goes with what they're doing and it brings in those themes. So Avengers could have done that and they didn't really do that. Like they didn't have, there's not like, oh, that's Captain America's music. No, they pretty much just abandon it, even in the sequels. Like the, you know, Iron Man from 1, 2 to 3, they don't, as far as I know, they didn't keep any of the same musical themes in any of those. Like, it's not like, oh, that's Iron Man's little like, he doesn't have one. Hmm. It changes each time. And yeah, the music fits the movie, but it doesn't, it's not like, oh, that's Iron Man. Like, Superman's got one. Batman got a new one every time he was reimagined. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spider-Man, same thing, got a new one each time he was rebooted. But, uh, but yeah, so that was something they could have done and didn't for the Marvel characters, at least early on. I think now that they got, um, they got a lot of them are from Michael Giacchino. They're doing a little, he's, he, I really like him. He's my favorite. I'll say that. Oh, okay. Um, and, um, yeah, I think he does a good job at making a recognizable theme oh, definitely. for each character. <laughs> yeah, and so we'll get to him, I guess, oh, yeah. when you yeah, get to him. I'm getting to him. <laughs> but uh, but as far as in the Marvel superhero movies, the ones that he's done, um, it's like, oh, wow, that's recognizable. Like, I, like it, he kept the same theme for the characters throughout the movie and made an epic version and a sad version. and like Right, that's uh, yeah. what's great is when you can – the same song – just by playing it slower, you know, like the the theme from Up, just by giving it a little, and then just by changing the style, like that's genius. <laughs> right, it works so well. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, writing themes for characters is like the tried and true way. Like it's proven to just always work. Like, yeah, yeah, it it works. It really does. I mean, you know, you just got, you gotta be a little careful. You don't want to like just overuse the tracks. Like every time the character appears on screen, you're just like waiting to hear their song. Right. I think you gotta be a little choosy with it. You know, because um, you know, I could I could think of an example of uh, like Inside Out. Was that? That was was that also That's Michael Giacchino. It is yeah. him. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that theme. I mean, even the same with Up. I feel like a little bit it's overused, overplayed. The, it, that's it, the married it, life. Yeah, theme I mean, music. it's it's in the movie a lot. I'd right. I'd say a little too much. But that's Ellie's song, basically. Yeah. And since she's not in the movie, her song has to come in whenever she's being thought of or mentioned. Yeah. Or, so. I think that's the. I mean, yeah, I love Michael. Is it Giacchino? Is there an "a" uh syllable? You know what? Giacchino? If you look up his Twitter, he's got the pronunciation. And it's what? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I always thought it's Giacchino. I thought it was Giacchino. Oh, oh, you're probably right. Because it's Italian. Giacchino. Giacchino. I think you'd make a keynote. I don't well, know. You know what? That's but, not what this podcast is uh, about. But yeah, I, I think he overuses him, his, his themes up. up and inside out. inside out. Just a little bit too much. Um, but... Maybe I'm a, I don't know, a minority. Overthinking of yeah, it. well, yeah, yeah. Um, Can I say one more thing before yeah. we move on? Uh, so with we, I might have mentioned this when we talked about Spider-Man movies, but uh, in the newest one, in Homecoming, I love, love, love how they how he did. It's Michael Giacchino again. How he did the um, the the old Amazing Spider-Man cartoon. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Spider-Man and as an orchestra that was amazing and then they didn't do it they didn't play it at all throughout the whole movie yeah, it was just the opening it was, tease it was the there. opening to get you all excited and it worked but then they never played that again that should have just been his theme music you play it in different ways and let it flow throughout the movie and it's not going to take you out it's going to make you excited just like it did at the beginning so another missed opportunity I don't love the new the homecoming soundtrack except that track yeah i can't even really the homecoming didn't stick in my head i i can think of it now because i've listened to it a few times but okay yeah i can only still remember the sam Sam raimi spider-man yeah 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 uh just that it's it was good it was really good it's a good one too it just it had that feel like you were flying that like had that eerie creepy like yeah the flipping of the pages yeah marvel it's good i mean well, the, again, with them, they could have used that it's amazing, you know, the uh, Spider-Man cartoon music, too, but they didn't. Uh-huh. Like, that's already, people already know that Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Just Instead, they it. just use it in the movies. Yeah, a as a going, joke, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. come on. Right, <laughs> so. Yeah, you don't have to do anyway, that. Anyway, I think that should have played throughout the whole movie, the Homecoming, um, whenever he's fighting. That's what I want to hear. It's not cheesier corner it's cool when you play it with an orchestra so sure anyway uh that's that's it for marvel for now at least for uh-huh. me. so alan silvestri uh also did forrest gump but that's not a i don't really love that soundtrack you might notice that I, i'm not gonna you know yeah of course i could talk about all the big famous iconic music but i'm really not gonna talk about a lot of them because okay. i don't really love them so much i'm i want to talk about iconic. stuff i love not just because oh it's okay. iconic all right. well, yeah it's, it's iconic for Jesse's you know, best. No, no, no. No, this is just my side. I don't care if you love those songs. Talk about them. Okay, we could talk about them. I'm, we I'm don't saying, need to I'm, skip Forrest Gump. No, um, okay, but what do you got? Yeah. 
but I don't have anything to say about it. Well, that's why we're skipping it. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's a good soundtrack, but it's it's. I don't not love one... the movie really, and and this I know. soundtrack was. So yeah, well, that's the soundtrack has a lot to do with whether you're gonna love the movie or not. I mean, yeah, the opening, yeah. like the feather song, is the nice. feather song is nice. <laughs> I guess. he's running. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, just a nice little. Yep. He also did Mouse Hunt, which I like that soundtrack. Freaked me out as a kid. He <laughs> did the whole movie, the whole thing ever. It from does the have part- a, it does have a kind of like this like dark. It's dark humor. It's, it's like a they, the fat guy P- dies. It's a strong PG. It's a real strong PG. It scared me as a as a child. Yeah, guy, I like, I don't know, guy I dies like choking movie. on something. Oh uh, yeah, he and doesn't die. He saves him. No, he, he's dead. No, the guy cho- at the beginning dies. He, yeah, not him. The uh, guy is choking on the meatball. Or the something. cockroach. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Can you tell I tried to wipe that out of my memory? <laughs> but, yeah, I still like that movie, though. Um, well, you know, it's the director of Pirates of the Caribbean. He went from Mouse Hunt to Pirates of the Caribbean. All three of the originals. Oh, interesting. Yeah, good for him. All right, let's get through all the Newman siblings. Are they all brothers or are some of them cousins? What? This is a surprise to me. Educate, Randy Newman, educate me. Thomas Newman, and... Why did I write Randy twice? And Randy. <laughs> Randy, Randy, and Thomas. <laughs> no. Whoops, I messed up. Uh, I I meant... Uh, no, who's the other? I don't even know. I didn't even think about how they might be related. Uh, are they related? Randy Newman and Thomas Newman are uh, cousins. Oh, for um, real? And there's a third one, and I didn't, oh, I didn't no. get his name. Uh, well, you know what? But while I do that, you while can talk you look about, it up, you can talk about Randy Newman. <laughs> sure, uh, Randy Newman. You know what I liked the uh, was it? I don't want to say college humor because I don't usually like them. Oh, Who made fun of Randy Newman? Honest trailers. Oh, man, that was so for funny. Toy Story was good. <laughs> that was the best part of any honest trailers was the Randy Newman segment. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you'll the just song have... Toy Story. I don't want to spoil it, guys. If you'll you haven't seen have Honest to... Trailers for Toy Story. Uh, check it out. It's so funny. It's funny. Randy Newman's a good composer. He's a good songwriter, but they they kind of have a point. He sounds pretty similar sometimes. Yeah. Um. Now, Toy Story does something similar to what I was talking about about having recurring themes for characters, except it's not really the same. So it, this is another way you could go about making a score, I suppose. Um. They got the song, You Got a Friend in Me, that was written for the movie, and then they use the tune from that every once in a while throughout the movie in different ways, and that's really cool. I like that a lot. Um, like, if they're sneaking around something. Yeah. Or if Woody's sad and he's, you know, climbing up on top of the dresser and, like, looking out sad across the room. Yeah. Or when it's just like a happy scene. Yeah. And it's a it's a cool way to do it to have an actual song with lyrics, and then use little cues from that song throughout the movie in different ways that that fit the mood and the and the timing and everything. Yeah, I think Toy Story. Yeah, Toy Story does that well. Yeah, they only got they don't overuse it like Up did. I think, but they got a good variety of of different tracks. Um. I mean, yeah, Randy Newman. Uh, He's got his a unique sound, right? A lot of people like tell, hate on him. I don't know why. I, don't know why. I, I love his his like, you know, it's so playful and it. Yeah, they fit so well with every you know all the movies he did. Right. I mean, how did how, how can you say it doesn't like? I don't know. I don't know what they fit the movies really well. They but just fit it so he well. Can't and... just do a different genre as well. I think. 
Like if, if maybe maybe story. he can't maybe he doesn't branch out. Excuse me, that was a fruit fly. <laughs> uh, um, maybe, but I don't know. If he does one thing right, that's yeah, that's good enough. Good enough. <laughs> well, so I will say, um, Toy Story three. I can kind of almost picture it, and I, I love the movie. I'm not like going to complain about it really for a lot, but I feel like. And I know that they did this because in one of the bonus extras, they were talking about how they pretty much made the whole movie before they made it. Like, the whole thing was storyboarded and sketched out, and they had temporary music. And, of course, they used temporary music from the older two Toy Story movies. Mm. Um, and then and then they give it to the actors to do the voices. They give it to Randy Newman, and he composes some new score. Well, a few times, it's just straight out taken a piece of music from one of the old movies yeah there's when woody's sneaking out of the like through the bathroom out the window um it's the same music as when he in toy story one is like thinking of how he's gonna knock buzz off the desk it's that dun, 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 dun. and i can tell all right away like oh i know what they did they put that in the temporary score and then randy newman's like oh this is good yeah. let's just do this again Right? Like, I feel like that's yeah. exactly what happened. And there's other parts in Toy Story 3 that just straight steal music from a different Toy Story, which is fine. But it's like, it make, now it's making me think of that other movie because I know them so well and I love all of the, like, oh, that's this part of that other movie. Yeah. It is kind of taking me out because it's I recognize it as this fits in this other part of the movie. So. Yeah. Um, that's my only complaint about, that's one of my only complaints about Toy Story 3. Mm-hmm. Is that? But there are some really great new scores in Toy Story three, like, like yeah. Bonnie's theme and yeah, and, and just the whole ending with Andy mm-hmm. playing with her. Yep. Yeah. It's emotional. That's music. really good. Uh huh. He does. He does emotional really well. Did he? Did he write? Uh, he wrote um, when she loved me, right? I think so. I mean, that doesn't. Sarah McLaughlin didn't write it. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, he does really good. You know, emotional too. Um. But, um, so okay, his yeah. cousin. Did what? you find, figure out who the third Newman it, was? It was it was David Newman. Oh. David Newman did uh, "Brave Little Toaster," which um, that has music. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> well, well, it, "Brave Little Toaster" it is a musical. It has like you know actual songs, uh-huh. which um, I mean they're all great. Huh. Uh, I was, I was like. I was trying to figure out like what movie do I actually like has the, the most songs. amount of songs that I like. I was like writing them all out. It was it kind of came to a tie. It seemed Goofy like movie. It seemed like all my favorites were about four, four songs, like for uh, oh, all like the movies. The max yeah. number of songs. I'll tell you what like. came first, like okay, and sure. last, last first, later, whatever. Okay, last first, later. But yeah, Brave Little Toaster. I mean, yeah, I really love the soundtrack. Um, I think my favorite song is no, I know it is uh, in, in the junkyard. Um, what song do they sing? Don't ask me. Oh, but I'm not seen a. It. I've seen it, but <laughs> okay. I'm not a huge Toaster fan. I didn't even remember Brave it was a musical. Yeah, oh, Toaster fan. You said. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they have they have good songs. Um, Junkyard song. Mm-hmm. All right. And he also did um, the Sandlot. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Yeah. And how are they nice... all cousins? I, I think they're, they're siblings. Or maybe one of them's a brother. I don't know. They're. If you go to Randy Newman, you'll find you can click, you can get to David Newman and oh, there you go. Uh, oh, and he also did Ice Age. I do like the Ice Age, the original, the 
Sure, was, there's a good. Was it little... the theme song? I like the down and down. I love that. <laughs> I still really like that song. The only thing I don't like about that song is it reminds you of Ice Age. No, no, I like Ice Age, the first one. <laughs> um, yeah, that the Ice Age open. Is it the theme song? I don't know what it is from the first Ice Age, whatever the opening song. Yeah. Um, uh, musically, it so the drum beat. So like the lick, it's it's really weird because it the way you would hear it in your head, like if I was to do the drum beat, right, clap, I would want to go, but it doesn't. It actually like is almost like reverse, and it's like it's it's the the lick is playing on a weird beat. Yeah, the timing is weird, and I. And I, I don't like it. I don't really know why they did that. I mean, I guess they were just trying to do something a little different. Mess and, up. I, and, I, and I'm always for, like, you know, you know not new. really doing the typical, you know, uh-huh. when I write music. Yeah, I like to kind of make it a little different or kind of, I like to break rules, musical rules. But for that one, I just think they didn't have to do that. Like, it's it, it bugs me. It's like this annoying earworm. I'm like, just fix it. Just play, like, why are you playing, like, off the beat? It's weird. So, yeah, if you listen to it, yeah, in your head, the way you hear it in your head, it's not right. If you listen, yeah, no, if you listen to it, it's actually different. now I don't want to. (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) Um, But you can in the links in the the description of our podcast. So, we can continue uh, with, like, some of the Pixar ones. Uh, uh, Of course... Do you Randy, want to go back to Michael more, more Randy? Diakino? Actually, no, no, I have well, more Randy stuff to talk about. Oh, you want to talk about monsters? No, I meant Thomas. <laughs> Thomas? Newman. Oh, yeah, we missed Thomas. Duh. Newman. Duh, and I... Newman. <laughs> yeah, um... Whoa! Oh, that, oh you no. didn't even bump that that time. <laughs> the mic cover is falling. I'm sorry. Uh, Wally is... Good? Okay, well, yeah, but... I think Wally's my favorite Pixar s- soundtrack. Um, huh? I love Eve's. It's a bold I love Eve's statement. theme, uh, which is pretty much the same theme that's used in the the fine dancing. Uh, yeah, just one's like a little bit longer. Um, yeah, that's like probably that. That's like my favorite. That's you know what it is. It's my favorite uh, instrumental Pixar. track from all, all the Pixar movies. Is Eve's theme hmm. it's so good? It's just so. I just love the sound. Like I just love all the. Like just the the instrument sounds he uses, um, just the harps and like the, I don't know, it's, just, uh-huh. it's really good. Um, and well, yeah, and then you know, and yeah, of course, Finding Nemo has has that same has that same feel of just like almost has that dream like. Well, you know what it is? It feels like you're underwater. I know. How like, did he do that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, here I. Well, there's something we kind of disagree on. I almost always skip the Define Dancing whenever it comes up on a playlist. I'm like, eh, skip. I don't know. Well, we're I just, not the same. We're you know? not the same. I I don't love it. I I I, I, I like the soundtrack from Wally, and I and I really like uh, most of yeah the soundtrack from Nemo. Actually, that was the first soundtrack I ever listened. Side story. Uh, I from basically when I was like. 10 or have I don't know how old I was when Nemo came out. I'm not going to do math right now. But uh, from from then on to like whatever, five years ago when I started hanging out with Kim, soundtracks is almost exclusively the only thing I listen to. Scores and and then Christian pop rock, which isn't even that good most of the time. Um, 
Yeah, so I really didn't branch out at all. <laughs> but uh, the um, Nemo soundtrack, my my aunt bought it to just to listen to. Oh, it's a Nemo CD. Let's listen to it. Oh, this is all movie scores. Jonathan, do you want this? Because you like making movies and stuff. Maybe you could put it in yours. And that's what I did. Mm. So all Nemo all the time. <laughs> um, and... And then it's like, oh, I should find some other good movie soundtracks, and that's, and there it was. The rest is history. Um, cool. Until I met Kim, and I branched out a little bit. Now I listen to good music, but uh, with actual words, with actual and words and stuff. Yeah, you know, that you can sing. Uh, but you know, I the Nemo one, especially like the the main theme that they play at the end. It's really emotional and great. I think it's great. But then, whenever I listen to something else by Thomas Newman, I feel like. Oh, this is just Nemo. Uh, they all sound Nemo-y, like they sound like they're underwater. It's got the harps. What movie is it? Um, Passengers with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, okay, I haven't seen that. Well, it's Thomas Newman, and it's like, oh, this is a good score, but it's Nemo again. And I mean, you have stuff like, you know, with Wally, he did, yeah, of course they have that Nemo feel, but it, it, he did a good job of having that, like, electronic, you know, like the... When he gets on board the Axiom, the you know, okay, sure, that doesn't yeah. really sound like Nemo anymore. No, but I, I can tell, like, like you can I, tell it's written by the same guy. Sure, yeah, which is, I, yeah, I'll say that. But later. yeah, I think I, I like the Wally soundtrack even more than Nemo. Um, yeah, I love the Defying Dancing track. Um, and yeah, you know what other um, soundtrack sounds just like Nemo is uh, the series of unfortunate events. Huh. With Jim Carrey, it sounds this. It's Nemo. It's I mean, it's Thomas. <laughs> it's just Thomas. That Thomas again. Um, which whatever, it's fine. Good music fits the story, fit, or not the story, but it fits the feel of the scene. But it just makes me think of Nemo. It's like why are we underwater now? It's Nemo. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, I can understand that. Okay, and then the man of the hour, <laughs> the Giacchino. 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 It's gotta be Giacchino. It's gotta be Giacchino. Giacchino. All right. I'm sorry if I keep saying your your name wrong, Michael. I'm just gonna call him Michael. <laughs> okay. Well, we're calling Thomas Tom. Thomas. I'm calling Tom now. And um, Mike. So, Mike, you're listening, right? You you nailed it. I um I applaud you're, you. You're the man. You're my favorite <laughs> out of all of them. I'll say it. You're my favorite. Composer. Composer. Yes, sir. Movie composer. Uh, we didn't spend much time on John Williams, but we can talk about him in a little bit. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get to he's him. He's on the list, okay. Oh, of course he's on the list. Of course. Well, I just thought you'd uh, save yeah, Giacchino I mean, for last because he's my favorite. No, you know, yeah. I, you know, I didn't I didn't even pick a favorite at the end of, you know, as I was making my list. Um, Right now, yeah, he's my favorite. Um, So I don't know yet if he's going to get beat. Uh, He did my favorite Pixar. I'm pretty sure he wrote. He wrote. You just said that no, Wally no, no, no. was your favorite I wasn't Pixar. Done. I wasn't done. Okay. Okay, Wally, the fine dancing, or Eve's theme, I'll just call it, is my favorite instrumental track from any okay. Pixar. But my favorite overall that has lyrics is Le Festine from Ratatouille, oh. which I'm, I'm guessing Giacchino wrote that. I don't know if he I wrote think. the French. No, not, well, I don't know. The music part, maybe? You're Did you write that? Hey, Michael, <laughs> comment and tell me. Did you write Le Festine? Why do you just look it up? <laughs> just I, I did, but I didn't. It was kind of like, I, it, it seemed like you were saying he wrote it. Okay. I think. Sorry. Sorry if I researched it wrong. Anyway, yeah, Le Festine is my favorite song from every, any Pixar movie. It's good. It's one of my favorite songs, like, ever. Like, oh, at yeah. least. Wow. It's my favorite French song. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I don't have hardly any other French songs in my database of knowledge, but 
There's that one, Zebon, Zebon, something like that. I don't know <laughs> what other movie, French. I songs? heard that from a movie, Zebon. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Anyway, uh, but yeah. So when the moon hits <laughs> that's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you yes. like that one. So that's my favorite one. Um, yeah, and uh, we already talked a lot about the Up soundtrack. We talked about we talked about a lot of Pixar. When we were talking about sad movie scenes. That's we went true. through the Pixar movies, and of course, music had such a big part with that. So we already did kind of talk about music. If you want to hear about that? Go listen to that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I already said enough about Up and Inside Out. You know, they're it's great. But uh, Incredibles, Incredibles, was the first one that he did. If I'm yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, I'm true. Yeah, if I'm is. true and I'm true, uh, mm-hmm. the first Pixar movie that he did is it the first movie he did. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's like a Brad Bird's like, hey, come on, let's. I do think it. I remember do. I think I remember do. Oh, do he do? He did. He do. I think I remember seeing something like that. Maybe it is. It was his first. Probably, maybe. Uh, but yeah, he did a great but job right amazing. at the beginning, I mean, and now he got a bunch of cool gigs, and now he's like <laughs> really in demand. Um, and Incredibles one set the bar high. Mm-hmm. So, I just hate how it, it's been like demoted to just playing at Harkins. Oh, really? Like, it plays at Harkins, just in ads and stuff. Oh yeah, in the, that's when, a movie when you're in the lobby and stuff for you, Mike. That who are like, in, who if you're not in Arizona, and you don't know Harkins is a movie theater and it plays in the lobby. Not at the one I worked at. Uh, at the Harkins I worked at, they played. Oh, what's his? I can't think of the composer, but old classical music. And I like that. I mean, but no, I miss you that. don't. Not if you work there <laughs> <laughs> and you hear the same four songs over and over. Um, I figured out what they are, though. It's called The Planets. Huh. Um, so, old composer, and, and every song is named after a planet, and that's what we listened to over and over. So, we didn't even listen to all the planets. We didn't even get through all of them. I think we listened to Mars and a couple others, but yeah, that's all we listened to all the time. Um, Talk about a earworm. Also in the sad... Oh, he also did Super 8, um, which was good, too. It was one of my favorite movies, yeah. and the soundtrack's one of the best parts of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just listen to it. Sometimes I want to feel <laughs> melancholy. <laughs> really and I don't feel sad. I feel happy because it, yeah. it was a great time in my life when I watched that movie, and it's, it was similar to my story in certain ways, like... All my friends about were making that a movie. time that you saw about the time alien. that we saw the movie. Yeah, when I saw the alien <laughs> and you yeah. and he kidnapped uh-huh, your friends, my and friends, stuff. and yeah, yeah. Okay, so well. so it makes me think of that. Um, so yes, I listened to it just for fun. I also talked about in the sad movie stuff, um, a league of their own. And this isn't. Yes, we're moving on now. This is not Jakino. This is Hans Zimmer. Oh yeah, can't talk him. about soundtracks without mentioning Hans. Okay. <laughs> oh Hans. <laughs> Uh, is that a thing I should know? It's from SpongeBob. Oh, and it's just a giant hand. Oh, great. <laughs> anyway, that's called that's comedy. Not, that's a different Hans. Oh, okay. Hans Zimmer's the composer. I mean, yes, I'm sure he has hands, but he's not just a giant hand. Okay. Well, they don't really <laughs> say if Hans in SpongeBob is a giant hand. Could just be a human. And he's reaching his hand. His hand just comes into the doorway and grabs SpongeBob, and then so. Oh, so weird. I want to see the, the other end of Hans. <laughs> That's a different topic. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about characters where you only see parts of their body, <laughs> not all of them. <laughs> Can that be a topic? Yeah. That'd be a whole 20 minutes about Wilson. <laughs> yeah. I do have stuff to say about him. I hate how... I hate... There was a time... There was an episode where... You don't see the top of his face, we see the bottom? You see the mouth. Ugh, I was like, I hated why? that too. Why'd they do that? I thought we his, never see his mouth. His, yeah, like his... And then it was like, oh had, like, no. He had just, like something over his... Like a band... Or, he was... He, he had a... I was like, no. He had like a I was like, okay, party. I get it. Technically, we're not seeing all of them, but you broke the rule. Like, I don't want to see his mouth. his mouth. And you see his mouth. Yep. 
Me too. I was mad. I, I was mad. also mad though that they they didn't really ever do a good job of hiding his mouth. You would see him from like profile shots, and you could see his mouth. Yeah. Sometimes, and I was like, okay, if you're gonna do this, then do it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Commit. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> so we're talking about Wilson, the neighbor from Home, Home Improvement. Improvement. All uh, right. Yeah, he you just peeks his head over the fence. Yeah. And you're not ever supposed to see his, see his mouth, but you see his mouth. Except you so. do in episodes. And so it's like, what's, what's the, the point, point of being like, oh, this is what this character is if it's, uh, nope. It, it, it. You just can't. They, like, changed <laughs> the rules when they went to that episode. How are you going to hide his mouth? Well, you know what? You'll just hide part of his face. His Part of his face is always hidden. No. Well, it's just his mouth. Anyway. There was that one, because he was in tim's house and he was like yeah. moving around and he just kept being blocked by something every okay. time okay so i'm thinking like of I, i'm picturing blocked. there was a scene where he's sitting down and and they're like i think some, like someone's trying to or something oh, okay well, something I like that was. i don't know someone was like wrapping something around his head i think whatever we don't need some to. medical thing anyway <laughs> but where was i going okay so yeah i was hans. talking about sad music oh yeah because hans zimmer a yeah. league of their own uh i love the movie i love the soundtrack it makes me cry we at the end talked about i that. know <laughs> move on fine get over it uh i'm not gonna talk about too many disney movies but of course i will talk the about batman's um or the inception i actually like i didn't even put batman in the list of hans zimmer's not because they, he didn't make that because i don't really love the batman music so or do you not love the batman movies no i like the movies and the music's good but i'm not a big like you know i just i don't love the music enough to it's not noteworthy for me right yeah it's iconic i don't want to just stop at every one that's iconic oh that would take forever like yeah it's iconic sure okay you fell asleep in the Uh, organ again (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh was that college humor too or is that another honest trailer that was another honest trailer (laughs) (laughs) that was another honest trailer for inception Uh, or no for Interstellar. Uh, honest trailer for Interstellar, Honest Trailer for Toy Story. You got some homework, you guys listen to. That. Yeah. But the Lion King, um, man, the stampede music is yeah. so good. It's like makes you feel like you're in a stampede. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't have that you know, I mean, modern Hans Zimmer's fine. Uh, if you love that like just I don't know, falling asleep electronic mm, sounds. But I think like in the Lion yeah. King you know, is just more he uses more, more natural sounds oh, yeah, and, well, and, yeah. and choruses and people and so i you know yeah i really love the lion king soundtrack uh and of course you have the actual soundtrack part the songs song part. and elton john and elton john. tim rice i think is his name mm-hmm. uh which are, are are great too um but did they use parts of the song cues musical cues in the score because that have been cool uh, I'm. I want to say no, but I also am not the Lion King expert in the room. Yeah, and the stampede doesn't go. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. No, what? what? Uh, I was saying. Can, oh. you, can you feel the love tonight can in the stampede? You feel da, 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 da. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. But no, I thought it was going to. But that's play okay. Hakuna Matata. Oh, <laughs> during no. the stampede. <laughs> uh, and, and, and of course, messages. Pirates. Yeah, iconic. The original pirates. Yeah. Uh, which, like I said... It's like the only pirate song ever now. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for a pirate movie. It's like, how can you ever... I, I don't know. I, I, I want, I, I'm want. i really curious who's going to attempt to make a new pirates right, movie right. about pirates. I want to I wanna see who is going to step up and try it and try to be uh, its own presence and not feel you, like the pirates. You're going to have to <laughs> wait 
at least another 10 years or so. I guess so. Because one just came out last year. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that I I remember buying the, the old pirate soundtrack and listening to it over and over because it's just great. And he does what I talked about already that I liked. Each character's got their own theme. Yeah. And when they're sword fighting or whatever, they play against each other. The themes play against each other. And it fits. I love how, especially like in the trailers and stuff, they usually do a good job of this, but... Um, but in the movie, to to a lesser degree, the notes hit on sword hits. Oh yeah, anytime it's synced up with action, yeah, like it's. I mean, that's a good thing. Like to, that, good thing to do. Yeah, that really is. Um, right, but um, I'll say now, since we're talking about pirates, is that my favorite, as far as I can, if I'm thinking about it, if you're making me say, why don't I just say it? <laughs> <laughs> that my favorite soundtrack track. Is um is from Pirates Two as the Wheel of Fortune, it's the is the name of it, which sounds like a Michael Giacchino name because he names huh. him puns and stuff. But no, it's it's not Michael Giacchino. It's him. It's oh. the part where they're fighting on the wheel, obviously. I would have guessed. You could have guessed <laughs> that. But it it changes um so much. I just it, I can picture that scene in my head, or I can picture new scenes in my head that didn't actually happen. Like I can imagine like what you can do with this because because. Like, it'll go from one character's theme and get really epic, and then another one, and it's really down low, and it's slow, and uh-huh. someone's walking somewhere else. And then it goes up, and it's exciting, and it's just so cool. Yeah. I, I just love the – I don't know what, like, if this is what theme it's called or whatever, but just that, like, you know, I, I guess it's just like that lazy kind of tune when they're, like, maybe making plans on the ship, like that uh, – like, dun, I, I can't really hear it in my head, but that – Oh, I think you I know, know what you're talking about. It's, it's actually – it's Jack's theme. Is it his theme? It's like his yeah, drunken it is. It's theme. Like his, it's dun, the drunken dun, kind of dun, theme. Dun, dun, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I love that one. Um, and they can do different things with it, and it's the same, just a couple of it, notes. It's like, it's like the funny time. It's like the funny. Yeah. Well, you're right. It's Jack's drunken it's theme. Jack's it was a good drunk theme, to... but they use it when he's doing something cool, too. Yeah, it's just really cool. Like, And yeah, Will's great. theme is actually the theme of the movie, the one that everybody thinks of, the one that's called He's a Pirate. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's Will's theme. Um, and so when you get into the newer movie with no Will, you can't just get rid of the main theme of the movie. So now it's just... It's a pirate theme. Yep. It, it stands for all pirates, not just the main character nope. that they ditched. But, you know, that's not the composer's fault, really. That's true. Well, actually... I mean, unless he chose to... Unless he chose to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, they had... I mean, it was probably at gunpoint that they <laughs> well, composed more. Right. But uh, he didn't actually do the rest of them. He just consulted okay. or something. Hans. Yeah. Yeah, great, great stuff from the Pirates movie. And, yeah, Inception. He did that. Did you know that? That's the one that goes... <laughs> <laughs> and that's it uh over and over again <laughs> um you know uh you didn't uh what what's your like favorite uh song from any pixar movie i was just kind of curious what, like like musical score uh, how about score? you said yeah. score well yeah so like instrumental track um I mean, you put me on the spot. Here. Sorry, sorry. I was just wondering. Well, you know, I, I'm. You have in, it in the top of your head. No, until I think of one. There's. I don't know which one it is, but it's. It was in Toy Story Two first, but it's the. It's Woody's like. Sad like I think it's it's the part where Andy leaves, 
for camp and it's just the dun, 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 oh dun, yeah, dun, yeah. Boom, boom. it's just uh, sad yeah i like that and of course i like the end of toy story 3 that music yeah bunny that's just how about yeah. like actual song with lyrics actual song with lyrics i can't even i can't even is it just it. you got a friend in me <laughs> no i i don't know no to be honest i don't like it's it's hard i don't want it's hard to say i can't I don't love that song when like it's my childhood but you know uh it's not like my favorite song. Yeah, ever. like I don't even have it in my music library. Oh, you know, you don't. We have our version, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I guess you could say I do. Um, well, anyway, yeah, I, uh, I can't think of one right now. No, that's okay. That's but okay. you also got all of Coco to consider now. I don't like any Coco soundtracks. So <sighs> you just remember me. Mexicans. There's there's one part that's nice. It has a nice chord change. The happy one or the sad one? Well, the sad one, not the happy one. The sad one's the sad one has nicer chord progressions. This yeah. the happy one changes it up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I really like the chord on each time you or whatever. Like on that that chord change is really nice. And not a lot of music. Not a lot of American. Well, that's not really American. It is kind of. There's not a lot of songs that that do that chord except for maybe like some gospel songs uh, sure yeah okay but anyway i kind of know what you're talking about but that now you're getting into the musical <laughs> yeah i am lingo <laughs> uh this is a podcast for movies. let me people. let me just say let me just get lord of the rings out of the way go for it get it <laughs> out of here you know going just back to themes themes of character i i mean lord of the rings has to just be number one that did i don't know you star say star wars, wars is I, probably the most iconic every character uh, okay theme i'm not is iconic. just talking about iconic though i'm i'm i think well, I think Lord of the Rings has more. I mean, it has a one for every place, for like every character. It has Lord so Rings many different versions. Do you know how many versions of the Hobbit theme are in the movie? I'm like, guessing a lot. So many, even well, with the slightest difference. It might have more like, because it's, <laughs> well, I was going to say it's longer, but not anymore. Star Wars is way longer now. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I don't know, man, but I think, I, I think Lord of the Rings the soundtrack yeah, I think that beats Star Wars. I think not just because you like it more. Yeah, <laughs> but see, that's I'm just talking musically. It's, who did that? Is that that is a uh, no, no. That is Howard, Howard Shore. Howard Shore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can. I mean, I could just talk about it forever. Just how? Let's go. Starting now. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting forever right now. No, but uh, no, yeah. Just he, you know, the themes, themes for characters, uh, and. All the alternate like themes, uh, mm-hmm. just a master. Yep. He mastered it, man. <laughs> um, what else has he done? Like, I can, you, can you imagine that movie without the music? Like, uh, what? I'd probably I still mean... fall asleep. <laughs> the music lulls me to sleep in that one. Does it's, it? <laughs> it's long. It's like, oh, I'm tired of this walk. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I fall asleep. I'm sorry, Lord of the Rings fans. I just it's hard for me to stay awake. For that whole movie, any of them. I had something to say. Yeah. Uh, back to Michael Giacchino. Maybe this transitions. If you're done talking about Howard Shore, is there more Howard stuff? Uh oh. Do you want to say he did say that first? He did that thing you do. Oh yeah, we talked about that thing before. <laughs> you, we did. We did. <laughs> we do before. <laughs> How much did we talk about? I don't know. I mean, did I did I say I did want to say that when it comes to movie when it comes to movies like yeah like. Uh, that thing you do where it's about a band and they you know they play music yes in the I movie i this. did say about how i like you can when tell it's like, that the characters are playing yeah yeah and that thing you do does it 
okay. I don't. I don't remember what episode we said that in. I don't know. Because then you said School of Rock, and then. Oh, I don't know. You threw it that. Yeah, that's I, true. Those kids play that. Yeah. Um. So. But I don't know. I don't know exactly. I couldn't really figure out what songs he made because right. I don't know if he made the actual. I don't, I don't think, think he, he made that thing. He you didn't do. make that thing. You do. It, it was There's the bassist from some band made that song. Right. My coworker. We were talking about the, that thing you do, the other day. <laughs> the movie not you personally okay uh and he said that um that he that that song that thing you do was like they put out a call for songs like just anybody send us in a song that sounds kind of beach boysy and it's for this movie and that's the one that won i guess oh, okay. so it was like a nobody or somebody that was in a band or whatever okay whatever. Well, that's so cool. that's totally possible so i don't know what else i don't know what maybe howard George just did some of the instrumental stuff probably um but i really can't remember what those are because i me either because it's overpowered all i know is the, the actual music, soundtrack yeah. with all the really good songs in that movie um anyway so yeah that, my thing i was gonna say uh-huh yeah okay so um we were talking about star wars and we were talking about um john williams score well the Rogue One was the first one, the first of all the Star Wars, to not have John Williams. It had Michael Giacchino. Um, and so that's big shoes to fill for him. Um, he also did the same with Jurassic World, and John Williams did the Jurassic Parks. But uh, he did a really cool thing of taking John Williams' score and and just using little bits of it when it's necessary to like bring back nostalgia, but like most you know 90 percent of it or whatever is brand new stuff for the new movie mm-hmm. um and rogue one i think the star wars movie the reason they did they got away with no john williams is because it's not part of the you know the numbered ones the episodes uh, it's like an yeah. extra um and so i hope that we get more michael giacchino star wars maybe with the han solo movie coming up uh but i don't know yet but i really love how like he in Rogue One, there's there's a few times where it's like, oh, it's gonna do it, it's gonna do Darth Vader music, and then he changes it up and like, it's like, nope, not Darth Vader, because it's there's Darth Vader on screen or whatever, and it plays the dun 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 dun, but instead of finishing, it'll do something else. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's like, it's great because it's like, oh, I know this. Nope, I don't know. Yeah, this. just playing with the audience. Yep, and it's so <laughs> cool. He does such a good job. Same thing That's with cool. the Jurassic World stuff. It'll play a little bit of John Williams and then change it up because this is not the same movie. So, good job for you. Um, Again, Mike. I really love the soundtrack to one of my favorite movies, Deja Vu. Uh, We've talked about Deja Vu before. What? Maybe we already have. <laughs> uh, we mentioned Deja Vu. Yeah, of course we did in the time, time travel, travel episode. Yeah, but All I right. did not get to talk about the music. Uh, you can and go back and is, listen to that. It is really good. In the future. Um Harry Gregson Williams did the music for for that. Um, he also did the one about the train, which sounds just like Deja Vu. Unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, Unstoppable. He's it's like the, the exact... It's it's like he used the exact same samples on his keyboard and, you know, just... Huh. But it's really, you know, like... I don't know. Can you picture the... You know, you can, yeah. you can picture Deja Vu, right? In, mm-hmm. in like some of the soundtracks. Yeah. It's so... You know, he, he uses a lot of, like... like um, I guess you could say kind of like an like electronic synth... Uh, but it's really like um, it just really drives. Like I think the best one, if if you're looking for a specific track, is is the the Hummer. And when he's driving in the Hummer, mm-hmm. he's chasing. The, one of the soundtrack names has the word Hummer in it. I think 
Um, check out that track. It's just like so. You're giving Cole our, our oh, I guess I'm telling Cole to, to yeah, link it. He's got pretty a, much. He's he's got. Quite well, you the could task just link the whole thing. You could link the whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it just uses a lot of awesome like and like like. Sure. It just really yeah yeah, and. There's not a lot of movies that like sound like that deja vu sound. Like like I I just like the, just the, that very specific synth sound that he used is really good and and it's pretty unique to like de- deja vu. I feel like um, mm-hmm. I also like some of the slower tracks. Like also, one can, of I don't know if you can find the deja vu on YouTube. You can yeah you I can it's I on was YouTube to it yesterday. Oh well, good. I've been looking for it and I could never find it, but I also uh, never there. checked YouTube. So uh, yeah, yeah, okay. YouTube has like every soundtrack to every movie. You can, f- they're like all there. Okay. Anyway, uh, I really love like the slower ones. Um, like I like the ones like the opening one, like when he's kind of investigating at the beginning. That like that it has like this. The drums have like this, like that. What does that do for the movie? Or it just has a. It just it just feels like you're. You know, like it's you know, it's got that mystery feel to it. You're investigating kind of thing. Okay, something's happening, like that drama. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know what the name of that track is, but it's really good. That's kind of all throughout the movie. And then I like, uh, I think it's it's the track "You Can Save Her," like when he's in the house and he's okay. looking at. Well, now I got something to it, listen it, to it, tomorrow. I think it's kind of her theme. Uh, okay. Um. And in the track, uh, I knew I I. I knew it had to be, but I didn't... Sorry, I'm not starting the sentence right. <laughs> There's like a female vocal part in the song, and all she does is go like, ah, like just kind of mm, add okay. this... Sure. Just kind of this atmosphere to it. Okay. And I was like, that voice sounds like Macy Gray, the singer, and it is Macy Gray. Uh, she sang the intro to As Told by Ginger that I said was like the best cartoon oh, theme song. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, weird so connection. she's also in the Deja Vu soundtrack. All she does is go, ah couple times it's like maybe they just sampled <laughs> the as told by ginger <laughs> no. they just used it no <laughs> no but uh yeah really good track it really just yeah the the, um, the tracks were like you know really action-packed are some of like my favorite um what am i looking at oh he also did spy kids this guy harry gregson williams <laughs> harry gregson williams okay. yeah um Danny Elfman. I Are mean, these in any particular order? No, they're in the order that uh, I don't know. They don't popped know. into your head, kind of. Okay, uh, we're going overtime on this one because we're close to the end of your list, right? We can either go overtime or we can split it in I have, two. I, I have enough for a second part. So, do you want to do a whole second part? <laughs> I have enough for it. I didn't even get. I didn't even get into any kind of like TV shows. But I didn't think we were doing TV shows. Are we? Why not, man? We don't just do movies here. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. So, if I'm boring, you fine. We can stop. No, you're not boring me. I was just curious. Oh, okay. I thought I saw the end of your list, and so I thought <laughs> I thought uh, that I should let you know that we're at an hour. Oh, just an hour? Oh, it's only an hour? Oh. I well, thought we could have gone 90 minutes this time. Well, do you want... Uh, guys, comment right now. Do you want... Oh, man, this isn't live. Podcasts are pretty long. Like, you know. Okay. We'll rock, paper, scissors it. <laughs> Cut it in two as I win, and go long as you win. Ready? Cut it in two. What is, it? What is that? Part two. Oh, okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. I win. Oh, so no. We, you get two episodes. <laughs> You're going to have to wait two weeks to listen to the second half of this. 
but thanks for coming anyways. And we hope you come back in two weeks where we get to hear the end of Jesse's list of composers and soundtracks. And I get to input things sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I said a lot. I'm joking. I said a lot. You, I mean, you didn't have a list or anything, but you could have just... No, I didn't. I'm not the list guy <laughs> in, this, list guy. in okay. this group. All right. If you yeah, there's still more in your head. Well, then. there is, but I pretty much said what I wanted to. And so since we're at the end of this episode, let's talk about what we learned today. We learned that um, you can never go wrong with making a theme for all your characters. Or, your important or in Lord ones. of the Rings case, all your locations and characters. Well, it depends on the scope of your movie. Yeah, that's true. Uh, don't reuse it too much, you know, like Up. Well, I don't think Up did a bad job because they used it when necessary. Yeah. Oh, fine. Don't reuse it like uh, Polar Express. Polar Express <laughs> is the one that reuses it uh, too much. They had a theme for the train, which was the location of the entire movie. So, <laughs> so, uh, so don't do that. Nope. But, uh, but that's a good bet is to make themes for characters and then play them when your character does something. Play them sad if your character's sad. Or another option is you can... Sorry, I just went brain dead. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we were just talking about it. Uh, we. Oh, my baby's sad. Um, he's not. You can't even hear him. Every time I say that Peter's crying on the podcast, you can't even hear it. I've listened back a few times. You can't even hear him. Maybe not on your mic. Maybe mine. Maybe in yours. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so um, there was something. Out of there. there was another lesson we learned, but. Maybe I'll think of it later. <laughs> yeah, come up with scores, uh, themes for your characters. Oh, and uh, the other one was, um, if you have a real song in the movie, then take musical cues out of that and mm-hmm. play it throughout, and that's a good bet, too, to make it uh, flow well. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's a good lesson. Yeah. We learned some good lessons, guys. We're learning. We're learning things. So uh, with that... I hope you come back in a couple of weeks when we oh, post and also, the next one. Oh, what? Uh, huh? Sometimes you can just take the music out in an awesome action scene like Lord of the Rings oh, yeah. and like Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Yeah. Don't be afraid to do it. Full um, circle. Yeah. Just sometimes, sometimes you just need to just hear the. It's a little more real. Real sounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It was interesting. Ready Player One. Can we talk about that for a few yeah. minutes before we quit? Uh. It, wouldn't there be isn't there music playing in that video game or does everybody have their own music in their own head playing i don't know because it's a video game you know i don't know what the yeah like well that know. would get annoying if yeah if i don't you, know if i don't had, know what the I rules think there's of just their, atmospheric music well, i think whole... it's it's more like a world ah. he's pop filter again I think it's more like just it's just a world. Well, the maker so of the game want, said he didn't want rules, so he didn't want rules. He probably so just lets people listen to lets people, whatever they want. People listen to their own. They could turn their music on or off in their own head. They can have their theme music play only in their head. Uh, now I'm going to do a little bit of a spoiler for Ready Player One. So if you don't want that, then then you can leave because we already learned our lesson. Okay. So the part with the Zemeckis cube where he turns back time. Mm-hmm. You follow me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's that part in the movie. Um, did the people? who were attacking them obviously they know that this happened because it's all real time so they're they're breaking in and and then all of a sudden they just lose their ability to do whatever they're doing in their suit and they just turn they just go backwards 
Oh, are you saying like in real from their, life? From their point, from of, their view, point of view, did it just replace that whole thing? And, and now it's like, did it like glitch out? And they're like back before. That's not like they forgot. Or is it like in real life? Or is they it like forget? They're just being pulled backwards, and then it just yeah. takes them back. I, I think it's more of that. I think just pulled like, backwards. It, yeah, if he started shooting or something, and then yeah. it went backwards, it he's he's conscious. Just... He's watching his bullets come back yeah. into his gun, and, like, and he can't on? control his body. That's yeah. what I think. Probably yeah. is like probably. I just thought that was weird. It's like what they didn't actually go back in time. So what just nah, happened here? It's just like reversed. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's like the time travel without the travel <laughs> no right. that makes i don't know <laughs> i don't know what okay, i'm trying to say that was just a question i had uh-huh. and then um that's it manny my brother didn't realize that h i guess was his name was a girl e- even when you met her even when you met her he's yeah, like even, oh i thought that was a guy well like, i know first no, was i was like they could have picked a more girly looking girl just to really sh- show sure, like, like the reveal of like oh you're a girl. girl i was like is this still a i was like I, I was like, I know this is a girl. But I know like, lots of girls like that's that. That's a very manly looking girl, but maybe I, that's her point. That's the point. She, she wants to be manly looking. Yeah. She wants to be I man. think it was a little weird that, uh, so the game maker, Halliday, that made, you know, his contest or whatever. Yeah. Uh, part of the contest is to, 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 uh, um, you go inside the movie, The Shining. Yeah. Uh, but aren't there kids in that game? And so you have to have a kid see a naked lady. I thought that was not appropriate for him <laughs> yeah like you know what if a kid was like you know trying was gonna win the 11 the 11 year old kid, was, with kid was gonna win you know, the key yeah did yes. you have to go into her room or no i don't think you have that was to. like a no you just have to go into the ballroom and, okay. and do the dance but still it's there you could have got lost so. well yeah but so is anything in the oasis you can go into the the motel yeah, but, or the casino and get married and divorced yes so well, i guess that's true and no one knows you're an 11 year old this was like an official oasis like challenge for everyone and i don't know I just, well i mean maybe but it wasn't maybe, like it wasn't like you had to maybe do in it. 30 years whatever kids can look at nudity and it's kids no big deal look, <laughs> kids can you know uh shoot people so what's yeah. the difference that's i mean in a video game <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i don't know you don't just have something. to beat the naked lady in order to win oh, that okay. level you don't have to go in that <laughs> room to, to, to beat the level um yeah so um you threw me off what I was talking about. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, well, we guess, were trying to wrap it up. So yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up. I've, I, it was, Thanks it for not tuning in as we talked about tunes, oh, like the musical brother. tunes. <sighs> and, uh, we'll end on that terrible pun. <laughs> and we'll talk to you later. Uh, check out our website where you can listen to this episode and other ones, and you can see our videos, and you can write us messages. We're here. So thanks again, and I'll talk to you all later.